Welcome to Backseat Confessions Podcast. Slide into the backseat as we listen to mostly anonymous strangers tell us stories from their lives. I'm a rideshare driver in Atlanta, and the people getting in my car have absolutely no idea I'm going to ask them to share. My commitment to you is to tell at least a snippet of virtually every story recorded in my car in the order they were told to me. My hope is that you laugh, cringe, cry, but mostly connect to these amazing people. You may find a piece of your own story or just feel more connected to the rest of us. Join us, won't you? So, hey, my new friend, this is an adult podcast. Themes and languages are definitely not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Today's episode just reminds me again of how grateful I am to the people of Atlanta for sharing their stories with us. These people fascinate me, move me, make me laugh at the hilarious situations that literally just being human puts us in. And they also inspire hope in me. Today, we have the struggle of being a chronic loser of important items, being a not very helpful friend to someone struggling with addiction, someone fighting to come out of sex trafficking, someone who has a very different kind of coming out of the closet experience, and we end with an encouraging story of a life in process. So, slide into the back seat and let's go for a ride. Ah, drunk people, struggling with their lives. Listen, if it wasn't for inebriated people, I wouldn't have as many fun people to talk to, so I'm, I'm totally here for it. These two lovely people do seem to be having a pretty bad case of what the medical community calls misplaced important stuff syndrome. It's a real disease. Uh, no, you go ahead. You can you can look it up on, on WebMD or what whatever your favorite site for that stuff is. Oh, and uh, wait, where did I where did I put my mind? Oh, did I did I lose that? Oh gosh, I can't seem to uh, I can't seem to find it at the moment. Story number thirty one, Sunday, November fifteenth, twenty twenty, one forty four a.m. Homeboy and I. Yeah. We were going back to his apartment and yep. he lost his keys. Okay. So he cannot get into his apartment and I just moved out of my apartment. So we actually have no place to go. You're literally and homeless. I'm literally I have an air mattress in my my car. Wow. So we are literally homeless. Wow. And so right now we are headed to a hotel room. I love it. That's what's, have, that's what's happening. Have you guys, uh, I assume you guys are boyfriend, girlfriend? Yes? No? No. no. no, no, no so this no, is, no. okay. So you, guys are, <laughs> so, so you guys are going to be in the same hotel room tonight. 
<laughs> um, and you just left. You're you're maybe you have a little bit of alcohol in you. <laughs> there's just there's, a little bit. There's nothing that could possibly go wrong with this scenario, right? Okay. Well, we have known each other for a couple of months, so okay, it's not just cool. like a. It's it's definitely not a one night stand. Right. Okay? It's not a random hookup. What? It's not a random hookup. No, like, no, absolutely not. You don't. Okay. Awesome. And you you guys lost uh, your homeboy, as we're calling him, lost uh, yeah, the keys to his apartment. So he literally he literally can't go home, and yeah, you don't have a home. They're in Ohio. His oh. his car keys and his his apartment keys and his home and his house keys are in Ohio. How how, do, how did you lose your he, keys in Ohio? That's so, that's magical. It's not. It's not a proud thing that I did. Uh oh. I'm not. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I, he it, travels for work. Okay. And as he was traveling last week, yeah. He left his keys in his golf bag. Oh, got it. Because yeah. sexy homeboy mm-hmm. is a very good golfer. Nice. Okay. He is really good golfer. I love it. It's, it's, it's very nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Left his left his house keys. Left his car keys in his. His golf bag. Oh, got it. So yeah. here we are, stranded. Here you are, stranded. Yeah. Well, buying hotel rooms in the whole bucket. <laughs> and I would have, I would have, I would have very much participated in the buying the, of the hotel room, but I lost my phone. I lost oh. my phone tonight. You lost your phone tonight. Oh I lost my, gosh, my phone. That's so horrible. we're dependent on twenty percent. Phone that's about to die. <laughs> it's about, it's to, die. about to die, and oh. we're screwed. Well, I really hope everything works out for you guys, because so far not much has been going your way. Keys, right? Phones. Nothing. Okay. Well, nothing. It's it's gonna no, have to get better. No, no home. We're we're nomads. You're nomads. Well, thank you guys for sharing your story and your bit of tragedy tonight with me. You know, at least they have each other. I mean, between the two of them. They have a phone. And and really, in today's world, what else do you need? You can rent a car or a room as long as you have a phone. Or the phone of your not boyfriend, but cute hooking up with them guy's phone. Either way, they seem to be making the best out of what could be a pretty frustrating situation. So our next rider is literally in the middle of processing what had just gone down with his best friend and his role in causing the whole catastrophe. As is the case in real life, sometimes there is just no pretty bow on the story yet because we're in the center of an unfolding drama. This story blows in more than one way. Story number 32, Sunday, November 15th, 2020, 4.13 a.m. The reason why I'm here right now is uh, my my best friend of all time uh, went to rehab last night. Or not last night, a couple nights ago. Okay. And uh, we've been like kind of like pretty like pretty coy around him. Just like not really knowing what to do because like we are we're all like fucking degenerates, right? And so tonight I was like, you know what? Like it was his birthday. Today. It was his birthday tonight, hmm. and I was like, yo, bro. Like I was like, come through. I was like, we're just hanging out. It's gonna be okay. And um, invited a bunch of people, 
and we just like started like just like ripping blow in in front of everybody and it was like it was like such a mistake oh yeah and he and he came just because it was around him and you know he's fragile yeah yeah he's fragile as fuck yeah and 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 he he came through we were parked and we were trying to we were just like trying to like roll with it and um yeah he yeah and uh Motherfucker, motherfucker ended up getting uh, arrested oh, for not doing anything wrong. Oh, I'm so sorry. And yeah, I mean, sorry. This is like kind of like a sad story. No, no, no. Yeah, this is this is what but, it is, uh, man. But yeah, no, I like set it all up. Like I was like trying to like be like, uh, you know, just being a boy. Yeah. And you know, his like his like mom and his like grandmother called me, being like, "Oh, wait, like what's his birthday? What's going on?" And they're like calling me. They're like, "Yo, is everything okay?" And I was like, uh, yeah, "Everything's okay. It's gonna be fine." Oh, and he's in. So is he in jail right he's now? Like, he's like midwhile. He's like getting arrested in front of my eyes. His mom's calling me, and he's like, "Uh," and he's like not even drunk. Like we're all, like it was. He got arrested for like nothing. Like, oh, that is so sad, man. And yeah, and yeah, that blows, dude. Yeah, and me, the, and me, and the me. The justice all- system is just not not the way to go. Yeah. No. I was like, I'm about to get out of here, but uh, are the, are you gonna be able to bail him? And then is he gonna be able to go do his his um his uh, rehab or how does that work? Things I'm telling you the story, yeah. And the next step is unbeknownst to me. So, so you don't even know, so no, you don't no, know what happens. It's, like, it's it's gonna be like it's. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and I'm gonna be like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna have to figure it out. Oh my yeah. god. Okay. To be continued. I wish. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine what a life hangover this guy had the next day. There is most likely going to be some leftover regret for the part he had to play in all of the craziness going down with his friend. I just hope they all find their way and uh, he's able to make it up to his friend. And I hope his friend did okay with the police. The whole justice system is, is just really not set up to help people especially people that are having a tough time with addiction, mental health, etc. When the conversation starts with my next writer, at first, I don't realize that she's sharing about her life starting out as an underage sex worker. It's really tough to see an amazing young woman like this fight to just enter the world that honestly the the rest of us sort of live in without really thinking about it. Sex trafficking is one of those issues that I just wasn't aware of until I was in, I think, my late 30s. They say that kids typically get lured into the game or are trafficked at between 11 and 14 years old. That, my friends, is brutal. Story number 33. Monday, November 16th, 2020, 9.55 p.m. Um, it was kind of hard deciding which story, but I think I'd rather go with uh, my stripper story. I'm like a retired young stripper and I'm only 20 years old, you know? (laughs) You're 20 and already retired. That's not many people can say they're retired at 20. Right. Well, I'm not really retired. I'm just retired. I I just say like tired. Retired Retired from stripping. Exactly. Exactly. 
But yeah, um, I started off when I was 14 years old Whoa. here in the city of Atlanta. Um, I, I've, I've, I've been in and out of the game, you know, I've had pimps. Oh my gosh. In the game. I have, I've had two pimps. I just got away from my last pimp. Oh. So I'm just trying to, you know, go back to school and just get a more positive mindset and get, get my head away from the streets, you know, cause like that's just, it's, it's draining. It's causing me to do drugs. It's causing me to not be happy. Yeah. It's just, it's, and it's also causing like, I have, I don't have suicidal thoughts, you know what I mean? But yes. like, I, I'm a, I'm a survivor of those kind of things, you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm just trying to like, just be better, just do better. Yeah, and you're you're clearly smart. Thank um, you, I appreciate it. Absolutely, and you have a beautiful personality. Thank like, you. you know what I mean, as, as the core of you is amazing. So I'm so proud of you that you are, have made this choice. Was there, was there a moment when you were like, okay, I'm done? There were plenty moments, but it's like now, it's it's like I I haven't tried to like harm myself in like two three years, you know, and like I had a like a moment like about a week ago where I tried to kill myself. Okay. And it's like, man, I'm tired. I'm tired. I just need to like I need to. I can't do this. I have so much to live for. My mom's she's like she's in the streets, and I have like eight siblings, so I'm the oldest sister. And wow. I have to take care of them, too. You know, I'm like, I have to live, keep going for them, you know? Right. They're counting on you. Yeah. So, like, I know I'm going to be great one day. I just just got, he's putting me through all this to show me that I don't want to live that lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. Um, uh, there's, yeah, you have, you absolutely, there's a, there's like a brightness to you. And I'm, yeah, I'm so proud of you that you have Thank made this you decision. Thank you so much. Yeah. So you told me earlier you're going to get your GED soon, correct? Yes, I'm starting tomorrow. Okay, awesome. And then do you have like, um, in, ter- in terms of work, do you have like sort of a thought of like, ooh, I'd like to try this or I'd like to try that? You I want to I wanna try architect. I want to like design buildings and Whoa. like, I'm, yeah. I'm great at art, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And acting and there's so many. And I also want to be a WWE wrestler one day. <laughs> I so, love it. So I, I don't know what I want to do, but I know when I get back in in school, my mind will just be more, more like focusing on me and figuring myself out. That's right. Because when you get yourself figured out, you're you're going to be such a gift to the world. Um, yes. Gosh. Um, you told me you had uh, at one point you had two different pimps. How I did. did you end up? You said you recently escaped. How did you escape that situation? Um. It was kind of like some people get the like misconceptions of pimps. So some pimps you have broke pimps. Those okay. are the type of pimps that don't let the girls leave. Okay. And then you have some rich pimps that okay. like they don't care if the girls leave because they have so many girls, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was dealing with the rich pimp, and like it was kind of my own decision. I just I I couldn't like take like the heat of being around him and all the girls at one time and yeah. like just having to work, 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 yep. not relax, you know, be happy with my family. Mm-hmm. So like, like, cause I would travel with him, you know, he doesn't even live in, live in Atlanta. He has his girl spaced all out, you know what I mean? So wow. it's like, it was kind of easy for me to come back to Atlanta and chill with my family and like say, you know, I'm, I'm kind of stall him, you know what I mean? Like not mm-hmm. want to see him. And then he, he felt the energy like, okay, she, she doesn't want this, you know? Yeah. Even though he's, ta- he's not necessarily taking care of me cause it's my yeah. money that I'm making, of but he's, he's making better choices than I would have, but not better choices than I would have, I guess. Cause like 
He's just like he's around those type of people, famous yeah. people. So like that's how I'm, that's how we're able to make the money. You know what I mean? So he was connecting you. You were working with like people that are known people. Of course, like music industry people. Uh, like you know, like yeah. um, it's just like. NFL players. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he, you were you were working with high end clientele then. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And I know um, I've got um, I've got connections to people who actually help girls like you get out of that life. Oh wow, that's amazing! I would love to get their information. Yeah. Um, Just off, to have off positive the podcast. people. Yeah. Yeah. I can give you some some info on it, but it looks like you're you're starting to. Um, but I, yeah, I actually used to work with an organization that helped rescue girls out of oh, that. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. you you're going to, I'll tell you what, I know it's been a hard life, but you'll have, um, you'll have a story to tell when you're on the other <laughs> yes, side, right? I cannot wait. I know. I, I, <laughs> I think I've had a kind of a crazy weird life and I always look at the, the one of the bright side mm-hmm. is at least our lives haven't been, haven't been boring, right? True. So, true. Well, I'm so, so proud of you. And Thank you. I uh, I am definitely a fan. Looking forward to seeing kind of like where your life takes you. So. Ah, yeah. great. I appreciate it. This young lady just has so much promise over her. And she is so smart and so kind. There are some people you meet that just move you in deep ways. And you, you just, you want all the best for them because they're just such incredible human beings and and she's just one of them i'm i'm honestly not even sure how she's been able to keep the part of her that's so kind intact because i in my past life had helped out with a couple of organizations that uh, assist young women coming out of trafficking i i did pass along that information to her but i mostly just encouraged her to find a program designed to help women who've been in that life come out of it and transition into regular society. I don't normally keep in touch with writers, but she was just so special and uh, I asked her to let me know from time to time how she was doing. I've only gotten two updates from her and I'll share a little bit from those. Months after she was riding with me, her mother died which was absolutely heartbreaking. Her mother was involved in prostitution and drug use, which I'm sure played a big part in making Miss L vulnerable to being lured into the life. On a positive note though, last time she texted me, she said she was in a program in Washington DC and was doing well. I literally cannot tell you how grateful I am to hear that. When this story ended, though, I I hugged her and she walked away from my car uh, after sharing her story. And I knew that the odds were heavily, heavily stacked against her. She was trying to care for her siblings. Her mom was in and out of the streets and she was working on getting her GED because she had dropped out of school. And of course, I was a big proponent of like, man, please, please, please get your GED. So the fact that she stayed out and has gotten help is just, it's really, really beautiful to me. Um, I hope nothing but the absolute very, very best for this incredible young woman.
So this next gentleman experiences my favorite episode of what you might title Naked and Afraid. He is also just so incredibly chill and laid back, really just so cool under pressure. Oh, and uh, what is it about vegan girls? Do they, is it that they taste different? I, yeah, I don't know. Story number 34, Monday, November 16th, 2020, 10.21 p.m. So, me and this girl, we were talking for roughly 13 hours. Whoa, like straight? Yes, 13 hours. And she invited me over to smoke. She just so happened to stay down the street. Okay. So, I go over there to smoke. She ends up making a move on me. One thing leads to another. Yeah. So, boom. I wake up the next morning. Everything regular. And this is where the story gets interesting. So, her ex calls. Uh He says, I'm outside. I'm in her bedroom naked. Oh my gosh. We're actually in the middle of it. So I see the notification on her phone and she say, all right, you got to get up. So I'm in the closet naked at this point. Yeah. I hear the front door open. I hear him saying, hey, to everybody in the house. And he comes to back in the back here. So we're in her room. It's me naked in the closet, her (laughs) boyfriend and her. I thought you said ex-boyfriend, but not so ex. Well, yeah, not so ex. (laughs) Oh my God. So. He, they in there talking, then he like, why can't I open the closet? No. Because he was trying to put his shoes in the closet. No. She said, don't open the closet. I'm sitting in the closet. Like, if he open the closet, I'm not finna fight him because I'm naked. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm sitting in the closet, and he comes out. He comes in the closet. He opens the door. First thing he does is get mad. I say, hey, look, don't swing on me because I'm naked. I'm not finna fight you when I'm naked. I'm going to kick you dead in your stomach. <laughs> so he bags up. He says, all right. He said, I'm not going to fight you while I'm naked. So he gets to yell at the girlfriend. So I politely ask him, can you pass me my underwear? <laughs> <laughs> he passes me my underwear. I put on the underwear. And then I ask him, can he pass me my pants? <laughs> so he reaches behind the bed. He passed me the pants. Then he says, I'm getting a little too disrespectful. He want to fight. So I told him, I'm still not going to fight you. Can you pass me my shirt? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, he, so he passes me my shirt. And he, he light skin. I'm kind of dark skin. I'm like. Six foot, he's like five ten, so we about the same height. Right. So he keeps on trying to fight me, and I'm I'm telling him, all right, I'll fight you. We just gotta go outside first. Yeah. So I tried to walk out the front door. He told me, no, nah, I gotta go through the window. So I look at the window, then I look at him, and I told him, look, I don't gotta fight you at all because this ain't my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Then after that, I crawl through the window. I get outside. He tried to sneak me, but it's a whole lot of leaves in her backyard, so he swings and falls. Ooh. So instead of getting on top of him and hitting him, I just put my foot on his chest and I told him, look, the fight could be over with right now, but since I respect you, I'm yeah. just going to call my Uber and go home. If you try to swing on me again, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> oh, man. So did he chill after that? He chilled, but I'm outside her house calling my Uber and I hear him in the back room yelling. Oh. And he says, "What you?" He said, "Wait, what did he?" Say? I'm trying to remember. Hold on, I forgot. Okay. He said something about me being naked in her room, and she gonna tell him that we wasn't doing anything. She calls me later on that night and tells me he saw the videos in her phone of us. Oh no, she was taking video of it. Yep, she was filming us while we did it. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Oh, okay, so at least at least that wasn't a surprise. Oh snap! So there, then there was no more. To, which he'd have to have been an idiot not 
to think there was something going on. I mean, if your girl has a naked dude in her closet, it's a pretty good chance they weren't just like hanging out and chatting. Exactly. And she's naked too. Well, and she's naked too. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, are you still seeing this girl or have you got. No, I ain't seen this girl in a little minute, in a long minute, but oh, I probably would end up seeing this girl again. Really? She was that much fun? Yeah, she was fun. She she was, she was a vegan, so it was different. Like, you don't really run into a lot of vegans. Yeah. And she was light-skinned and short huh. with a healthy body. Ah. Okay, so what 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 makes, besides a vegan being interesting, what makes the vegan more attractive sexually? Cause it's like you don't eat regular food, so what do you eat? And then she let me spend a night and she made me breakfast. Well, that's so, just that's just awesome. Yeah, exactly. That was very nice. I was like, whoa. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Well, there you go. Well, the more you know, people. If I was ever in a confrontation while naked in a closet with an allegedly ex-boyfriend confronting me. I hope I would have the presence of mind to handle things like this guy. It's like, he could literally be a foreign diplomat or something. He was all like, hey, (laughs) I uh, know you're all up in your feelings right now because you unexpectedly found a naked dude in your girlfriend's closet and you suspect that we were probably in the middle of afternoon delight when you rolled up. But I'm gonna need you to calm down, okay? Breathe, and also, um, can you can you pass me my underwear? Yeah, yeah, those those yeah those ones right behind you, the the boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you can you please pass me my underwear while you take in all this new information? I can see you're processing right now. Okay, thank you so much. In our final ride for today, this man tells of his life in process. There really aren't a bunch of answers, but there is a bunch of hope. And something I can personally relate with is that when you find a really good woman, she can inspire you to be a better version of yourself. So for all of us who are in process on the journey of life, not even quite sure what the destination is. Let's take a listen to this gentleman. Story number 35. Monday, November 16th, 2020, 11.28 p.m. So, it goes like this. I basically met this woman, and then all my dreams start coming true. Wow. And uh, I ain't never been to a house, but we go out to dinner. Like, we go out to dinner around Atlanta for like four years. Okay. And I ain't never been to a house. Whoa. But we pray together. We go out to fancy restaurants together. But she uh, is very unique to where all my dreams came true. I feel I'm about to be rich. Really? Absolutely. Tell me about that. Yeah, she. Uh, I met her. She came in through this, uh, through the bar, and I saw her. And then we went out, and then all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? I don't fell in love with this chick right here. <laughs> and then ever since then, I've been on a mission to get money. I've been focused. I've been going to church. My birthday was on election day. 
Okay. November the 3rd. Nice, nice. Right. And then at the end of the day, she bought me a Bible for my uh, birthday. Wow. So, we, you know, I go to the same church she go to. I follow up to the church. Yeah. And uh, it's just been a beautiful story. But, you know, here's the thing. I, I don't know if she really wants to be with me or not. But I know girls. I got many women all over the world. I done did 22 movies. I done really? I did 22 movies and four TV shows. Did you really? Absolutely. That's wild. And, uh, you know, nobody's never really seen me, but I did movies with Jennifer Lawrence. I did it with Ice Cube, Kevin Hart. I did it with uh, Robert Downey Jr. I was in the end game. Had to turn down the Black Panther cut shoot. At the end of the day, I was exhausted. Wow. So what, what do you do in the movies? I'm background extra. Okay. Got it. And so they they down here in Atlanta it's like hey you know background extra is like you still got to get handpicked to get in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the thing about it is I don't I didn't mind. Shoot, I ate up all the food. They fed me good. They treated me just like I was Robert Downey Jr. Or <laughs> I mean at the end of the day I feel like I'm really a superstar. That's amazing, dude. So yeah, man, I, I so appreciate it being able to tell my story. You know, cause yeah, this chick though she lives somewhere on this street. Okay. You know, but she ain't never invited me to her house. But she would run out, and, you know, she'll run out, and we'll go out to these fancy restaurants, and, you know, we'll pray together over the food. Matter of fact, we was out yesterday. Wow. Last night. And you said she's inspired you to, like, get to work and, and better yourself and all that. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah, That's amazing. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I looked into her eyes, and that made it, I don't know what could have, I mean, I was like, you know what? Out of all the things I've done in life, yeah, this right here. Is the most exciting thing I ever had to do in my life. Wow! You know, but she was uh, she's she's unique. So so do you have you ever told her about your feelings about her? Oh yeah, absolutely. I bought her uh, the, the 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 I bought her the um, heart of the ocean. I ordered it. Okay. A replica of the heart of the ocean. Yeah. Necklace. Okay, gotcha. And it was Swarovski's uh, diamonds in it. Yeah, I bought her the heart of the ocean. I bought her. Uh, uh, you know, about her like a friendship ring because she said that we can only be friends. Wow. But she inspired me. So she's not she's not wanting to be a romantic interest. She wants to just be someone to be like an actual good friend and and make you a better man. Absolutely. She did make me a better man. You know, at the end of the day now, it's, you know, I can't say it's over that, you know, I, I know women all over the world. I got girls in Dubai. I got women in, in, in uh, Europe. I play tennis. You know, I'm worldwide when it comes to tennis. So at the end of the day, yeah, she just broke, she broke up all that foolishness. Wow. But, you know, she ain't really trying, to, I guess she ain't really trying to holler like that. Yeah. But you guys still stay in touch to this day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, too, we... Yeah, I wish it could be more, but uh, she did say she would go to California with me. I'm trying to figure out where she, where she was gonna stay. Okay. I was I booked the I need, matter of fact I need to trip I need to um, cancel that trip because you know with the COVID going on. Oh yeah. But uh, I booked the hotel and I showed I had booked the hotel. She said she would go. Really interesting. Then, yeah, she said she would go. So I'm trying. To and and out. you don't suppose she's got like a boyfriend or a husband tucked away somewhere, do you? She might have a. I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. She, she definitely don't got a husband. Right. Uh, but you know, she might have a boyfriend. Have you so have you ta- have you ever like straight up just talked to her about like her her romantic or love life at all or not really? Uh, it never really came out. It okay. always came out about how she inspired me and then how I wanted to be more with her. Got it. Yeah, but yeah. She just sit there and listen. 
Interesting. She's very like really really unique. She's that like, is unique. Uh, you know, she she works at the hospital, so okay. I ain't really gotta say the hospital, but she's yeah. really kind of big time at the hospital. Got it, got it. You know, she ain't, she don't have no kids. She never been married. Uh, mm. But she really inspired me, bro, for real. Like Dude. she knows the story. I wrote the church. I even wow. wrote the church. Wow. And told the church about her, inspiring me. Yeah. You know, and everybody, it, it's just a good story because I'm telling you, I'm a way better person. Like something inside of me between being in that movie, yeah. like I was in the end game. Yeah, yeah, that's Robert incredible. Dad. So between falling in love with her, yeah, being in the end game, dude, and uh, going to church, wow. all three of them things that's just the inspired trifecta. me. That's the trifecta. You and, were in the end game. Right. You're with a, an amazing woman mm-hmm. who we don't know. What's gonna happen with it? But you're at least her friend, and Absolutely. you're you're in church, dude. You're you're set. Mm-hmm. And I got a, a job. And you got a job. And I got some extra money too. Shoot. That you know to spend it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I like I, I'm not exhausted. I'm I'm really happy to be able to, you know, again tell this story because hey, it yeah. is what it is. I, I'm I mean, some of my friends say I'm gonna be the laughing stock of America, but at the, at the end of the day, I I like this person. Yeah, no, you. I think you have a good life, my friend. Thanks. That's a great life. Yeah, and thank you for sharing your story. I love that this story doesn't have a neat bow on it. It leaves us wondering if the woman will ever become more than just a friend, and will he achieve the level of financial success that he's hoping for? While clearly I don't know the answer to those questions, here's what we do know. This man is already successful, at least in my book. He has gotten to travel the world, meet famous movie stars, act in some of the largest hits from the box office, and this woman, this incredible woman, has inspired him to be a better version of himself and connect more deeply to the divine. Honestly, if I was to wish or pray something for all of us, it would be the moment he mentioned the big three in his life. So here goes. May you all have a deeper connection to God or, or whatever you feel that is beyond yourself and, and deeply spiritual and meaningful. May you have moments while you're doing your life's work that fill you with gratitude. And may you connect to people and community that lift you up and call you higher. You know, we all have friends like this guy uh, that that think he's headed for, for being made a chump in this relationship he's in. But I think the part they're missing is that she's already given him an incredible life gift. Anything beyond what he has right now with her is just a bonus. So hopefully we can learn to be grateful for where we are at without ruining the beauty of the moment with expectations that may or may not even ultimately be what we really need. This is what happens when you are a rideshare driver in Atlanta and ask people for their stories. These weren't handpicked people with great stories. They just happened to get in my car and be gracious enough to share with all of us. And who knows, 
Maybe someday, you'll be in Atlanta and need to grab a rideshare and end up telling the rest of us the next great story on BCP. I'd actually encourage you to, every so often, just ask a stranger to share a story from their life. You never know what you might learn. I believe that our stories are powerful. They can make you laugh, cringe, cry, or even get you to think or feel differently. Our stories can truly make this world a little bit better place. So please subscribe, rate, and listen to this podcast and share it with as many adults as possible. It would mean so, so much to me. First and foremost, I want to thank the incredible writers who trusted me with your stories. You're my heroes. Thanks also to all the people in the background who have believed in this project slash dream. All of the music on this podcast was found on pixabay.com and it was free, which is an amazing gift when you're starting a podcast on a shoestring budget. 